Thank you, worship team. Uh, thank you, uh, T-Man, for scripture reading. Thank you, Val, for your prayer. Um, that prayer was timely and right for us to hear and receive. And I just, I'm so thankful that we have a community that can, uh, we can pray together. Well, church, it is good to be back with you. Um, for those of you who are curious, yes, my time with my family this past month was much needed and it was wonderful. Um, made all the more exciting because it was their summer vacation. So while Canada was languishing in darkness, um, Australia enjoyed summer. Now, from what I was told, your January wasn't all that terrible, except for when I was coming home. So I br- somehow I brought this terrible weather last week here. I'm terribly sorry about that. Um, but truly, it was a wonderful trip. It allowed me to strengthen my friendships and my relationships with my family. Um, and I say friendship because I am friends with my family. Um, it was a time devoted to investing in them, sharing stories, doing life, encouraging, creating memories, playing, and even a bit of manual labor. My brother's property there has endless opportunities for projects, which occupied my dad for hours. He'd be like, well, I think I got to go trim some hedges, and he would go off and do that. Um, And like any good pastor, over the next month, you can expect a few stories and illustrations from my my trip. But don't worry, it's not going to be like the forever like slideshow. Um, But I will have a couple of photos every once in a while. Um, Here are two pictures. Um, The first one is really boring. It was a picture of my first day. That's my first day, um, sitting in the airport, sitting on a plane. And then this is a picture of my last day. So that's me saying bye. Uh, Okay, you don't have to be emotional. It's been a long week, not enough sleep. All right, Uh, hugging the kids. Um, And both of these images um, will connect to the, the message today. Um, and can I be honest with you? I was desperate for this trip. Not, not anything that you guys did. Don't worry. <laughs> I was desperate for the trip. Um, between job changes, health frustra- frustrations, uh, challenges in my own personal life, and then, like, COVID, we always have to bring it up. It's like, oh, it's always something to talk about. But these last three years have been so much for all of us. And not to mention just that general fatigue We're kind of all feeling. So all of that left me ready and excited and tired, wanting to go on this trip. Um, I desired the trip, um, a change of scenery. Um, But you know what I discovered? And I think this is something that most of you know about trips, is that you always bring yourself. No, No matter how many times you try to, like, get up and go on a trip... For some reason, you go with yourself in your trip. Your fatigue, your self-focus, your health, your hopes, your dreams, your, all of these things we bring with you. Um, you might carefully pack your luggage, making sure, okay, I'll wear this, I won't wear this, this stays home. You can't seem to do that with our worries, with our fears, with our bitterness, with our whatever might be gripping our hearts. It's just not that simple. 
I remember asking the Lord. Um, I was like just getting, on, getting ready to get on the plane. And I was like, Lord, I, I want to contribute to your kingdom while I'm on this trip. But not that much. <laughs> like, I want to make a difference in other people's lives, but uh, not that much. Like, I want to be salt and light, but just, just a tiny little bit. Um, maybe I don't feel alone in those feelings when you're fatigued and when you're tired. Um, in early 2020, there was a song that hit the world by storm. Now, that's actually not... That's, that's way too dramatic. It, it hit the world a little bit. Um, but it certainly showed up. And it was a song that you, was used to create a collaborative online choir. I don't know if you remember this, but there was a group of people from all over the world. There was Canada, France, Ireland, England, New Zealand, all of these different places. They used the song, The Blessing, um, to be this like anthem of encouragement and blessing to, uh, to the nations. I don't know if you remember, if you ever saw it, but this was the Canadian one, and it was, and it was an encouragement. Um, and they said this in their little caption, as the world has come together in a time of crisis, the church has united in prayer and worship to bless our communities around the world and around the world in the name of Jesus. With one voice, this is our prayer over Canada. And then they sang the high priestly prayer, the song adapted from the blessing that was given by God for Aaron to give and then the priests to give after that, found in Numbers 6, 22 to 27. And, uh, the, the high priestly prayer that says this, um, tell Aaron and his sons, this is how you are to bless the Israelites. Say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. So they will put my name on the Israelites and I will bless them. What a gift that God, that God would have the priests do this, to pronounce this over the people. And Jesus, as his last act, I don't know if you caught this in the passage that was read earlier, that Jesus in his last act in the Gospel of Luke stretched out his hands. And while it doesn't say this explicitly, there's a strong consensus that he likely prayed or blessed this blessing over his people. That over this band of followers, these representatives of Israel, he was blessing them to be a blessing to the nations, commissioned to be a blessing for all peoples. And it was from the blessings that they received from Christ and that they would receive from the Holy Spirit that they would turn to their friends, they would turn to their family, they would turn to others and offer God's blessing and healing to the world. That this blessed community would bless the world. And that, that powerful opportunity still exists for us today. To bless. To, in the name of Jesus, give words of life, nourishment, healing, empowerment to others. To bless instead of curse.
Um, this season, you know, there was that song, the, that choir, that anthem song, and it was a beautiful invitation from the church that we would do this. And that was back in May 2020. Um, back when the chaos of the pandemic and we were all in it together, back when there was the emergence of some good news, people were cheering for first responders, we were all working hard to love each other, to find hilarious, and then we look back, awkward ways of trying to like hang out with each other and all sorts of interesting ways for us to connect. We, we honestly really dove in. We were all in it together. And then 2020 became 2021 and then became 2022, and now here we are, 2023. The, the global church that started with this unified voice to bless, now it seems more and more are divided amongst themselves and are less and more and more hesitant, I should say, to bless the world that we find ourselves in. We're holding back from offering God's abundance and his provision to people that we don't know, people that we disagree with, people that we don't like. And it's, I think a lot of it has to do with just fatigue, just getting tired. Um, I was at a fantastic pastor's conference just the other day on Friday. And a prominent pastor in Alberta, he beautifully confessed that in those first nine months of COVID, um, it caused such a slow, quiet drift of his passion. Um, as phone scrolling, just like, and Netflix increasing, slowly the connection with people and with God diminished. He found himself drip, uh, dripping, <laughs> drifting into apathy and disconnection. Now, fortunately for him, he and his wife kind of caught that, and they're like, whoa, what is happening? And they really worked hard to fight against that current of slow disengagement, slow fatigue, and slow apathy. But even with all of that, it still became a season of general malaise, lethargy, apathy, and it's been pushing against all of us, me included. And I was tired, and I was ready for a trip. I was ready to not do, to just not do anything. Even though, how many of us haven't been up to that much anyways, but for some reason, that's tiring in and of itself. Now, so today, I'm not going to talk about like the five steps for us to get our energy back, for us to become that vital church. We can save some of those explorations for down the road and in later seasons. Today, I just want to give special and specific attention to the call for us to bless. When we have nothing to give, when we have nothing left, when we have no more energy, we can still, by God's power, bless. We can still do that. Now, I, there's, I don't think there's ever been a Christian word that's been more taken over by the community, by social media, and by culture. We have like hashtag blessed and blessed to be a blessing, or here's a good one, too blessed to be stressed. You know, just <laughs> like, <laughs> but like, what is even happening there? But that, that's kind of, and then, you know, we even have these long-term traditions. Someone sneezes, right? And we say, bless you, you know, bless you, may your, 
may your soul go back into your body, which is kind of the history of where the whole bless you from the sneeze came from. Um, anyways, we won't go down that rabbit trail. Um, or here's one that I always appreciated. It comes from like that southern, and there's that southern drawl of like, oh, bless your heart. Um, it can either be a term of affection and endearment, pity, or actually passive, aggressive, like, um, insult. It's kind of a catch-all, like, bless your heart. You're like, I'm not sure what you're saying right now. <laughs> but the blessed life, to be blessed, it's actually wrapped up in all sorts of things that can be kind of confusing. Um, but at the heart of it, and we see this beautiful picture in Mark 10, 15 to 17, where Jesus is sitting down with the kids. And he says, truly I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God, like a little child, will never enter it. And he took the children in his arms, placed his hands on them, and blessed them. So let's, we're going to dip our toe just a little bit into the idea of blessing. God's blessing is about the flourishing of life. Blessing is when God shares his life-producing ability with others. We see this right away, actually, at the very beginning of Scripture. Right from the very beginning, God is creating the world. He creates animals, and then he blesses the animals to multiply and to fill the earth. And so right from the very beginning, we see that blessing is attached to life flourishing. That's where it all starts. And then later in Genesis, we see that he gives Adam and Eve a unique blessing. He adds to them that they would exercise dominion over creation, that he is blessing them to be able to extend his life-flourishing nature into the world, that for him, he, we would bless, that we would allow the world to flourish. That is our first call, our first command, our first invitation from our God. But it's not just life-producing ability, it's life-caring, life-building. And it is through God's blessing that humans are able to reach out past themselves to produce good in the world. But as we know, instead of God's blessing to accomplish everything that is in life, what did the humans do? We attempted to find a way to expand and reach out into the world in our own ways. We, we desired to have dominion according to what we thought was best, not according to what God was giving to us. Sin. We break into the world a new way, a new broken way, a way that is for us of selfishness. And this brings about a curse. I wish I could get into some of the, all of the things that are really fascinating about blessings and cursing throughout the Old Testament and then into the New Testament, but we're just dipping our toe into this. But basically, the curse is when God's hand, let me just read this to you. The curse is when God hands people over to the consequences of seizing our own blessing on our own terms. It's a curse because instead of abundance and life, we end up with scarcity, isolation, and death. So God curses the ground. And instead of the fruitfulness, there will be famine. Instead of, of overseeing the world, 
We will have to work the land until they die. Like there's this new challenge. And so this basic understanding over time was built into the framework of what Israel was up to and what they were trying to figure out. That Israel's whole is created from the blessing of God to Abraham, that he would be a blessing to all nations. And from that point on, the Israelites were wrestling with how do we take hold of God's blessings? How do we be a blessing? How do we stay away from the curse that, we, that was introduced by our own selfishness? In some ways, you could actually read all of Scripture through the lens of blessing and curse and the journey of trying to be a blessing. Ultimately, culminating in the person of Jesus who perfectly understood what it meant for him to be fully surrendered, allowing himself to be that perfect blessing for the world, and in fact then taking on the curse of the world. It's a beautiful picture about what Christ did and how we get led to that point. And so interestingly, um, we see that also that there's the, a lot of invitations, particularly in the Psalms, for us to bless God. And we kind of, when I first kind of thought more about that, I was like, what? God doesn't need our, our blessing. Like, he's the one blessing us. But when you think of it as life flourishing, the desire for God's way, God's abundance, God's provision to flourish, when we say God, like, we bless you, God, we're saying, God, I want more of your life-flourishing activity in my world, in my life, in my community. So when we bless God, God, may your nature expand over this world. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. So as Aaron raised his hands, um, according to the directions that God gave him. And he spoke words of life over a crowd of tired, desert-worn, wandering Israelites. It wasn't just a show. It wasn't just words being said. God was doing something in that action. Blessing someone isn't just kind words. We believe that God's provision his care, his anointing, his abundance goes from him into those people that he blesses. And by extension, when we bless others, we are desiring and believing that the same thing will take place in that other person. So in its own sad way, I can understand why the general large church over these years has kind of started to pull back away from the desire to bless others and bless the world because, because there's that selfishness, there's that brokenness. Because when we hear scripture passages, like Romans 12, 14, bless those who persecute you. Wow. Bless and do not curse. Or Luke 6, 28, bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. 1 Peter 3.9 Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. On the contrary, repay evil with blessing because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. Jesus' invitation for us to bless those who curse us, when we, when, we, when we think of it as more than just a kind word, we can appreciate how hard it is. 
We can appreciate the resistance that we would have in our own hearts, a desire to not want to bless and not want that other person or that other community to experience the abundance of God. There's a selfishness, there's a fear, and at the end of the day, it all comes back to the fact that we might lose sight of our own blessing. We might lose sight of the fact that through Christ we have been given abundant provision, abundant goodness. But when we're tired, it's hard. Even though we're still called to do it. Now, I don't want us to get lost in the extreme of blessing the enemy. Today, my invitation is simple for us to start small and to start at the very beginning just to not hold back desiring God's goodness for the other people in our lives. To not just think it, but to find a way to step into the awkward space of saying it to another person. May the Lord bless your life. May your life be bigger and greater and stronger because of God's goodness in you. May his goodness flourish not just as you play the piano, but in everything that you do. That we wouldn't hold back, even though we're tired, and in some cases, we don't want them to be blessed because we're afraid that they're going to end up having more than what we have. That we would fight against that jealousy as I sat on the plane going from Vancouver to Fiji, it's an 11-hour flight, um, I was tired already, <laughs> and it hadn't even started. Um, um, but there's this still, small voice. Trent, even when you have nothing less left to give, you can always bless. You can always bless people in my name. You carry my light, even if it isn't feeling very bright in your own heart. So I settled into my corner, um, I was one of the last people to get on the plane. That's usually my preference. If I'm going to be sitting for 11 hours, why should I rush in there to sit longer? So I took my time. So I was one of the last to get on the plane. Uh, I was ready to watch hours of downloaded Netflix, right, on my phone, thinking, am I actually going to have an empty seat beside me? Because the seat was empty. And I was like, oh, Lord, that would be a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> then with a bit of flurry and bags that are kind of going everywhere I smiled made a joke held a bag for a lady put her at ease I welcomed her to her seat um, that small moment turned into some fun simple conversations um, throughout the trip not much we settled into our own space pretty quickly um, but however, there were different moments along the flight where we got into conversation. Um, as the flight neared its end, I, I felt God was up to something in, in my heart and in the conversation. And I, I felt that I needed to not hold back blessing this woman's life. That I wouldn't hold back the goodness of God that God desired to have kind of go into her life and into her world. And so I turned to her, we had conversation, it was lovely, and then I turned to her and I said, I see the work that you're doing in your life. God, that's, that's honoring, that's, that's actually really good, and God, God loves that, and God sees the work that you're doing. 
and he's excited for the work that's, that you're attempting to do. And that though you might feel kind of far away from God, and so just for context, um, her, her mom went to church and there was some religious background, and so I wasn't just like throwing in language she didn't know what was, I did, she didn't understand. But I felt that I could say, God is close and he cares about you. And then I was like, oh. and I was like, can I pray for you and ask that God would bless your life? And she was like, yes, please. It wasn't magic, it wasn't fancy, it wasn't profound, it was simple. And I just asked that the Lord would bless her and that her trip would go well. And I can say that God blessed me in that moment. I felt a flicker of joy. I felt the brightness of God's kingdom in my heart get a little bit brighter. And I thought to myself, that wasn't so bad. That wasn't so hard. That when we bless, we also receive. Um, A day later, I got an email and said this. Hello, Pastor Trent. I hope you got to Melbourne safely and you are enjoying the time with your family. It was lovely meeting you on my flight to Fiji. I wanted to say a big thank you again for sharing, listening, and the prayer. Enjoy the rest of your trip. Latifa, whatever you're up to, wherever you are, may God bless your life. On the last day of my trip, um, I was hug, hugging Atticus, Henry, and Cece, and I felt in my spirit a simple prompt, bless them. Don't just say, like, you're a great kid, but, like, say something a little bit more, something a little bit deeper, something a little bit more vulnerable. Go to that place. So I turned to each one of them, and I held them, and I said, I'm not going to cry, but I, <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> um, Atticus, like, you, you shine brightly, and may God's goodness shine bright in your life. He sees you, and he sees how creative you are, and he's going to work in your life. I turn to Henry. Henry, you are solid. You are a foundation, and people will rely on you, but don't worry. God is going to hold you up and take care of you. And Cece, you are a spark that will ignite all sorts of beautiful fires in the name of Jesus. And I didn't hold back saying these words, and as I said them, my own heart grew so much more, and the light of Christ grew in my own spirit because I didn't hold back his blessings from other people. Friends, it's so tempting for us to withhold thinking that there's not enough and that we have to keep God to ourselves And that if we bless people that don't think like us, that somehow their life will flourish and it'll make things worse for the kingdom of God. But we can't think that way. That we would bless our enemies, that we would bless those who curse us. Trusting that blessings from the Lord only produces flourishing of life. That we wouldn't hold back being that to this city, to our neighbors, and first to our families. One of the cool things at this church is at the end of every kid's service, so the kids right now, there's a portion in their curriculum, in their ministry, where the teacher 
blesses the kids, imparts a blessing onto them. It's a beautiful thing, and I am so glad that we have that built into what we do for our kids, that every Sunday they would hear a blessing from their church, from God, that their life would flourish, and that they're encouraged to be a blessing to other people. And I know that when you turn to that person and you don't want to bless them, you don't want life to go well for them because of that frustration, in that moment, it is my prayer that God would remind you of all of the blessings that have taken place in your life and that there is abundance. There is no lack. That we are blessed because of the spiritual blessings that far outweigh anything earthly. That we are blessed because we are chosen and adopted sons and daughters of the King. And that we will receive riches and blessings and beauty because of who Christ is. That we are blessed because we are redeemed, forgiven, and that his grace is being made known to us and that we get to share that. We are a blessed people. We might not feel it all of the time. I have not felt it all of the time, but we are blessed. And don't be afraid to just, when you have nothing to give, just give a bit of a blessing asking that the Lord would do something to help that person's life flourish. I'm going to do this before the worship team comes up. It's very simple. Um, the worship team's going to sing one final song, but before we do that, um, I'm going to ask something that is hard for many and uncomfortable. And I'm just asking the Lord if this is okay. I don't want to... I don't want to frustrate people. But would you just turn to the person beside you, whether you know them or not, and, as, and it might feel awkward, but just look them in the eye and say, may God bless you and your life. Would you just do that for this moment? And if there's more than one person and you're not sure who to look at, do it to the left and to the right. And just be like, may God bless your life. May your life flourish. Turn to each other. I'm looking at you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> May God bless your life. Worship team, would you come up? And as we sing this last song, if you're feeling low, if you don't feel like you even have the energy to do that for others, may as we sing this song, you just ask in your own heart, and it's not selfish to do this, we see this all throughout Scripture, that you just ask God, would you, God, would you bless me? Would you, would you bless me? In Psalms 67, it says this, May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face, face shine on us so that your ways may be known on earth, your salvation among all nations. May God bless us still so that all the ends of the earth will fear him. Do not be afraid as sons and daughters of the king to ask that he bless you in your life. May we stand, may we sing, and may we seek God's blessing so that we might be a blessing to those in our lives. Let's do this.